I'd love to hear more about your women's group. If you could. So yeah, you know, after, yeah, after last year, our North American regions were sold back to our parent company out of Denver, Colorado. And obviously my role was eliminated. And, um, you know, when I did start the, the women's networking group, which was kind of a fluke, really, I was always behind the scenes. I wasn't really interested in being up front or doing anything like that. But for whatever so reason, how, how many years ago would you say was when you actually started that initiative with Remax? And then tell us how that grew. Okay. And then bring us forward. So give us a little bit of the backstory to, of where this sort of initiated. Yeah. So it was, it was actually kind of, it's a funny situation. You know, we would have our regional owners meetings and, you know, I was always behind the scenes. I was at the back of the room, you know, just there for support and encouragement and whatnot. And Michael Polsler at the time had said to me, no, you're getting up on stage, Michelle, you're going to be running the meeting tomorrow. And I was like, no, I'm not. And, you know, and then some of the regional owners, yeah, you need to get up on stage. And I was like, no, no, I really don't. And I was just like, no, that wasn't, that wasn't even something that I had thought about. You know, I just, I really liked where I was, but, you know, fast forward a couple of years, they wanted me to, um, to be on the stage at the Remax Europe convention. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'm going to get up on stage and whatever, not really thinking it was ever going to happen, but it did. So they booked me for our convention that was in Rome of all places, you know, wow. we were at the, we were at Vatican city and I'm like thinking, Oh my goodness, this is going to be my debut. Like not really a smart day, small debut, right? <laughs> no. like Vatican city. Like go all in. Roaring, roaring, <laughs> right. You know, feet first. And, and I was like, Oh my goodness, what am I going to do now? Right. It's kind of like that. What if scenario? What if I fail? But what if mm. I don't? Right. That's just as scary. So, you know, I, I thought, okay, I got to do this. You know, they're pushing for me to do this. And it was interesting because when we would have our conventions, what we would do was we would have, we'd started on a Wednesday and then we would have the fun night would be on the Thursday night. And then we'd make everybody come back on Friday for more <laughs> business. How silly, right? Like so silly, like to even have that end it with fun night. So these people can just stay up all night because that's what they did anyways and Mm -hmm. go home. And that's what they did anyways. The Friday was kind of a write-off because it was a travel day for a lot of people or they were sleeping in. They weren't weren't interested in, in the business side of things. So when they scheduled me, I was scheduled on Friday morning at (laughs) o'clock. And I was like, great. Perfect. You know, no one's coming to this. No one's going to show up for this. And I thought, but that's kind of good too. So I don't have as big of an audience. And um, yeah, so it it happened. And we were trying to think of what I was going to do. We didn't tell anybody what it was. We just put that I was going to be on the agenda. And so when people saw me on the agenda, a lot of the regions were like, oh yeah, we're coming. We're, we're, we weren't going to come but we're coming because we want to see you. And I was like, no, 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 it's okay. You can, you guys do what you want to do. Right. Um, but I also wanted them to come because I knew that they were going to be really happy with what I was going to be doing. So we decided that I was going to interview the founders of Remax Europe. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. So it was really super cool um, for the people that actually did show up. 
Um, it was a surprise um, to see these two icons of real estate, the ones that have brought, you know, this uh, this brand to Remax and it changed so many lives in so doing. Um, and here I am interviewing them as my and what a great person to have interviewing them because you know them mm-hmm. and you you mm-hmm. I mean they've been in your life now for years. So now it's a conversation yeah. more than an yeah. interview, right? Yeah. So and it was really funny. I remember I I kind of went onto on, onto the stage by myself to do my intro. And I don't know, you got you ladies have probably experienced this when you've ever you've done a first kind of presentation or whatever. And my mouth was so dry <laughs> and I, I'm sorry, I have to say this. I had to keep going to the bathroom. I didn't want to oh, drink yeah. any water Nerves. because I yeah. was just so nervous. Yeah. And, um, but I, I got through the, the intro and then we brought out one at a time. And as soon as Frank Polzer came onto the stage, I was just totally calm mm. because he was in his element. Mm-hmm. He loved it. And he just kind of took over. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was just there, you know, asking him the question. So I felt really, really at ease. So I do, I, I, I do appreciate that that was my first, first foray into speaking on stage. And then just from there, that was 2015 or sorry, 2016. And then from there, they wanted me to do the women's sessions, the women's panels we decided to incorporate women's panels and that's really where real came from was, you know, the women were really happy to have a, place, a voice, mm-hmm. a place and a voice and wasn't just, and nothing against, you know, th- these conventions and meetings and things. And, you know, most of the, the speakers are male. Yeah. It just gave us an opportunity to showcase ourselves. And um, so that's really where it came from. And then um, Real originated uh, three years ago. We decided to to name this group, really start not just do panels, but do really do something for the network ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where Real came from. Um, in, in Mallorca, we rolled it out and um, at our convention there. And we had a very, very exclusive club that we invited to the session. It was approximately 60 women. And how we chose those women was we went through kind of the the go-getters in each country, you know, the influencers, we called them. And we invited them to come to this, this session. And it was really kind of cool because it created a little bit of a buzz and sure did you get invited you know we had over a thousand people at this convention and we only had about 60 women that we had in this this uh this special session and you know we really wanted to leave them with something some sort of gift and we were thinking of something to give that was feminine but useful they were going to use and we came up with the scarf (laughs) yeah And so we handed out these scarves to all the ladies that were in this session. So not only were they in this exclusive session in the nicest facility in this convention venue, we had a beautiful, beautiful place outdoors. We had like a, a wine afterwards with them. It was just so amazing. But they also got like this scarf that they were part of this, this club, right? Yeah. And so, so that, and I, reason why I talk about that is 
you know, when we, after that event, we kind of, we weren't sure what we were going to do with it, but I thought, you know what, let's open it up. Um, let's open it up to, to everybody in the network, um, Europeans, wherever you were, North Americans, whatever. But, um, you know, that scarf became the sought after scarf. Like everybody wanted that scarf and was like, how can we get that scarf? And I had only wanted to do it for that. It was just a one-off, right? I didn't think it was going to, you know, explode, but that to me just showed that there was a real need for mm-hmm. that right. of group, right? Can you take us back into what that room was like? Since this is probably one of the first sort of little exclusive all women type of business meetings that they probably would have gone to. Yeah. Take us back to, to what that morning or afternoon looked like. You know, were you, were there speakers? Was it just a yes. conversation? What did that look like? Yeah. So what I did um, or what we did, I had uh, Joanna Colton from Remax. Uh, she's mm-hmm. got a couple of uh, brokerages in, uh, in Portugal. We decided what we wanted to do was showcase some of our women leaders within the Remax network. Um, so we had a panel. And um, so the first hour was a panel and we were outside in this beautiful venue there was like this wading pool in the middle. Yeah. It was Moroccan themed. It was just, wow. the weather was gorgeous. The sun was shining. I want to you know, be there. I know, <laughs> right? It was amazing. I know, right? <laughs> Actually, our video, I have our video online. It's on YouTube as well. You know, we had a beautiful video done up of it. Um, but just the energy. It was. It's interesting that you asked that though, Catherine, because you know, well, because, I feel like I really wanted to be in that room. So yeah. Like, like it was, take me back. What was it like in there? Well, it's, it's interesting you say that because as the, and it was around four o'clock at night. So it was one of the last sessions of the day, but because it was just by invitation only the women coming in were kind of like, they weren't sure what was going on and how come they were there? And yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we were dribbling yeah. out little bits of information, but we weren't telling them everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they came in, they were just kind of like, wow, like looking around and then the scarves are there. <laughs> Not these, you know, you know, these leaders uh, throughout Remax, throughout the world. And it was just, it was so funny because one of the women, as we're talking and the ladies are sharing their stories on how they got to where they are and why they think that real estate's a great career for women and some of the struggles and challenges that they had. And one of the reasons why we actually had it as women's only is because we really wanted women to feel safe there, that whatever they were talking about was Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. Right. It didn't show weakness. You know, sometimes when we're in a, in a dual gender meeting or whatever, Maybe there is something that a unique challenge that women have. They don't want to share mm-hmm. it in that type of group. They don't want to seem like they're whining or yeah. complaining or, mm-hmm. you know, that they can't do this. Yeah. Right. You know, so we really wanted them to feel really safe to talk, like really be genuine and real. And there was one lady, it was so funny. I love her to death. Her name's Nana Carey. She's from Iceland, the <laughs> broker in Iceland. Oh, she got up and she just kicked off her heels. And she goes, I'm kicking off my heels. And she was like, this is so great. I feel so good being here with all of you. 
I'm just so comfortable. I'm getting rid of these. Right. And she just, (laughs) and that was the energy that I really wanted the women to Mm -hmm. feel. And it just, it was kind of like a, (sighs) yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. It's something for us, nothing against anything else that's going on over here, but they just felt so special. Well, and then, then the walls come down. Yeah. And then people have start having, as you said, real conversations, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like there's mm-hmm. not this facade, right? It was amazing to be able to interact and network with each other afterwards. And we drank champagne and, <laughs> you know, it was, it, and it gave them an opportunity to be with these women leaders, right? Sometimes they're off over here and you don't get an opportunity to have those one-on-one conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think it's inspirational for women mm-hmm. to see that, right? Absolutely. To see that, you know, they're not by themselves. These ladies are just like they are. They just happen to be at a different level, but they're very approachable. Yeah. And let's talk and help each other and support each other and mentor each other. So it just really, I, I just think it was a highlight for them of the of the conference. And it just made mm-hmm. them feel special. Mm-hmm. That's what we all want, right? Absolutely. So, so then those women being from, a, you know, different areas, different countries would have gone back now and spread the word of this amazing meeting that they had together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, then of course I, I started the Facebook group page after that. And then we started really adopting it here in North America. We wanted to have anything that was women related, women session, women leadership panels, things like that was under the umbrella of real and then, of course, COVID hit and, you know, changed. Yeah, changed everything. But, you know, we pivoted. We went online. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to keep the momentum going. We went mm-hmm. online. Um, a lot of women loved it. I had so many women that reached out and said, oh, my gosh, I was really, really struggling. And thank you so much for putting on these these calls because I nice. felt like I was by myself, isolated and things like that. And that's really what real and now real MG is about is that I want us to come together. I want us to do things like this, like collaborating with mm-hmm. each other and, and helping each other. Like why do that you need to struggle and reinvent the wheel? Mm. Like, you know, you come from this, there's this, this mindset, this scarcity mindset that there's not going to be enough for you, mm-hmm. right? There's always going to be enough for you. Yeah. You know, you don't need to be in competition with anybody else. Mm-hmm. Being competition with yourself to get better. That's what I think. Because Love there's it. just so yeah. much abundance out there, you know, like, and, and I always say, and I'm going to get all woo-woo, you know, the universe, what's meant for you will always find you. Always. Yeah. Always going to be <laughs> for you. So, you know, that's what, I just want to bring people together. I want to bring us together. There's enough negativity out there and mm-hmm. you know, enough competition and we're all struggling. We really are all struggling, but we don't feel like we can share that. And yeah, what a shame. Like it is. Yeah. And the power of human connection, like that's what you're creating. It's so power. It's just powerful when you're around. I just find that women and women, we, we really thrive in community. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, it's interesting. Some, sometimes people say, oh, I got to do this and I got to do that. And I got to be more aggressive. And that's really the masculine energy that comes mm-hmm. out. The reason why we struggle with it is so much is it doesn't come naturally. It yep. goes against everything that, you know, we've been brought up to be like, 
which isn't bad. Some of it isn't bad because I'd rather be caring and nurturing and, you know, cooperative and collaborative. I'd rather be that than, you know, isolated and me, 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 and I, 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 you know, like there's, there's just more to life than being like that. Mm-hmm. And then you look at these people that are are acting against what that comes naturally and they're not happy. Peel yeah. back the layer, <laughs> yeah. you know, peel back the onion. They're not happy. And, you know, along, it, along this line, I would yeah. love to just interject for a moment. And yeah, it's exactly sure. what you just said. I had come from a very caring background in education. We had to care about our students, yeah, not had to, but we wanted to care about our students. So my second year in real estate, So I had done many, many deals my first year, which was great. But what I was finding was I couldn't believe the attitudes of these agents that I was doing a deal with. (laughs) They were mean. And I was like, but I don't understand. I haven't done anything to them. Why are they mean? I remember second year in real estate, I walked into my manager's office and I sat down. I was all serious. He's like, what's wrong? I said, I need you to teach me to be a bitch. (laughs) And I said, I I need you to teach me how to do it. He's like, well, what do you mean? I said, I don't know how to talk back to these people. I don't want to. I feel like I'm being disrespectful. I I just can't do it. And he says, Catherine, I'm not going to teach you that. He's like, you're fine as you are. And I know I feel like they're walking all over me. He said, then just stand up for yourself. (laughs) He said, if you feel like you're in the right position and you know that you know going forward is right, then just, you know, go with that. But it's hard when you're only in second year because Mm -hmm. you start questioning. They're telling you that you're doing things wrong. I was so sure I wasn't, but you know, this is what it was, is the self-doubt because you don't have the confidence yet and everything else. And that's another thing. Yeah. That's another thing that, that being part of a network like real will help you with, right? Exactly. Support. And had I had, I think that support, Mm -hmm. especially maybe coming from a woman and maybe not a male manager, it would have been helpful because she would have said, no, you know, you don't need to be like that in business. Cause that's what I tell people. Now you don't need to be like that in business. You know, here's another way to to deal with people. Here's a way to communicate. And, you know, when someone starts yelling at you on the other side of the phone, all you have to say is, I'm not willing to listen to this right now. Call me back if you'd like to speak to me respectfully. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that I could do that at that early stage, right? I thought I just had to go with what everyone was doing, but it was making me unhappy. And that's when I started to realize by year three and four, no, if I just use words and I hold my ground, it will, things will end up so much better. And really that's, that was for me, the pivotal moment in real estate when it started to get easier, because Mm -hmm. I now understood how I could communicate with people, get my point across without being rude. But you're being yourself. You know, the reason why your, your male manager, he couldn't relate. No, no, he couldn't relate and nothing against it. But that's why you need these networks of support. You need to be able to hear that they've struggled just as much. Yes. Give you the advice that they learned. Yes. Like they said, why reinvent the wheel? And the mentorship. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I hear of so many young women that are getting into real estate and they just don't feel like they have the support mm-hmm. and they get just as quickly out of it. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, it taints their, their perceptions. Right. And it just doesn't have to be that way. You no. know, so I had the same experience that Catherine had when I got into real estate, it was the same thing. I came from a health and wellness background and yeah. I'm just throwing myself into the pack of wolves. It felt like, you know, and yeah, it, right? <laughs> I I'm like, wait a minute. I'm just this spiritual girl who cares, what cares about just like meditation and stuff. And I'm throwing myself into a totally different industry. And mo- more times than not, people aren't very welcoming. So if there was a space that you provide, how wonderful would that have been not having yeah. to go through all that? However, it did serve a purpose later on, you know, it got me real strong, real quick. <laughs> and, and, and that's okay. And that, and some yeah. of that is necessary right. you yeah. need to be able to build up your confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even for me, you know, going and speaking still is not my main thing, right? I just want to create a platform and a place for, for women to feel that they can do things as well to be, to rise, to become those leaders. Mm -hmm. I think that they, you know, there's lots of women that, that want to be on stage, but then they doubt kind of like me that they can do it. Right. But if they have the support and they have that inspiration, you sharing your stories and they're like, yeah, you know what? I can do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can really do this. 